0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern, Ned Reynolds back in the studio this morning. If I've learned anything after working with Ned all these years, it's that Ned does not like showboats. So I would agree that you would probably think that the taunting rule that the NFL enforces is a good one.
1: They're going to crack down a little bit harder on it this year than they have in the past. There's been some level of leeway, they being the officials. But the NFL has come down and said, hey, thou shalt not have any taunting. Now, don't be misled, folks, because in a a field like football, you're going to have trash-talking. That's part of the game. That's part of the game in every sport, basketball, baseball, you you name it. There's trash-talking, and that goes on. That's okay when you're, you know going back and forth with another guy, I'm going to beat your behind and all this sort of thing. That's accepted. It is the taunting they're going to come down on. Now, do the Chiefs need to worry about it? They do, because they have two of the renowned taunters <laughs> on their team. One is Tyree Hill, and the other is Tyran Matthews. <laughs> so these guys, well, it, it's a matter of discipline. You yeah. just don't do that sort of thing. It's going to earn you a 15-yard penalty, number one. And number two, if during the course of a game you are flagged twice for taunting, you're gone. gonzo.
0: Oh, that's anger. no good. Now, would the peace sign the Cheetah throws up be, Call, counted as taunting? I don't think so. Okay, no. I think that's but more the honey badger oh, jarring. jarring.
1: He goes head-to-head, face-to-face head, he, he, face with his receivers downfield, I know. and that is
0: taunting. I know, but at the same time, as a, as a guy on your defense, you want a guy like that. You, you definitely don't want him to cost you yards, but you want a guy that just rides the line for you, if you will. Yeah, that line better be pretty wide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's change gears here. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, Mizzou was kind of on the hunt for a new AD. Did they get one? They will introduce the
1: young lady this morning. Awesome. It'll be at 10 o'clock. Her name is Desiree Reed-Francois. She's 49 years old. She's not inexperienced. She is coming to Mizzou from Nevada, Las Vegas as the AD out there and had some pretty good success. She's also been at Tennessee and another team in the Southeastern Conference that may have been Georgia, but she's been around. She's an individual who has a lot of experience, but she will be introduced as the new athletic director at Missouri, and that'll be later on this morning. Desiree Reed Francois, 49 years old, and she and her family are moving now to
0: Columbia. Say that name three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear you say it for the next year or so. Uh, so uh, Missouri Valley Conference uh, team has got a new nickname. Who are they and what are we calling them now? It is also
1: Evangel University here in town. They both have been named the Crusaders. Well, we live as everyone knows now in the touchy-feely society. We cannot show anything or whatever.
0: Wait, crusader. That's like those are like knights, though, right? Uh,
1: it is, but it is also the symbol used for ultra right-wing groups around the country. It is.
0: I had no idea. I,
1: all, honesty, God, I had, I had no idea. Either, and when this all came down, I
0: said, "What?" That's why what I was like, "We're talking about like the crusade, like knights, like like." Are you kidding me? Here is Mike Holmes and Ned Reynolds out of the loop. We had no, I know, literally, you're, you're, that's the reasoning. That blows my mind. Anyway. Angel should have called over here and said, Mike, you're out of the loop. Well, <laughs> I'm out of the loop on a few things. I got a one-year-old, so, and a freshman. Well, the
1: Missouri Valley Conference team, which has changed its name, is Valparaiso. They had been the Valparaiso Crusaders. They dropped it in February, and now they've adopted a new name. It's not a bad one. They'll be the Valparaiso Beacons. That will be their new name. So, Valpo, now they don't play, they do play football, but not in the Missouri Valley Conference. And they play in a lower level FCS. But when they come here to town to play basketball, which they will next year, they will be the Beacons.
0: Has Evangel come up with their new name to yet? To my
1: knowledge, they have not. Okay. Or if they have, it was presented. We're still out of the loop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's the key. So the Cardinals in a series with Pittsburgh right now, and if you can't get a W against the Pirates, you've got problems. If you can't get three Ws, <laughs> you've got problems. This is a
1: three-game series. Uh, the Cardinals did get a win last night. Beat the Pirates 4-1 to one and beat the Pirates on a one-hitter. A one-hitter by J.A. Happ, who is as old as I am. He's out there. <laughs> You guys went to high school together. Being facetious, of course, but he's a pro who has been bounced around in Major League Baseball. The Cardinals got him from the Minnesota Twins to help out with the pitching staff. But Hap, now he didn't go all the way, but he had the relievers in there. And I don't want to, I'm not denigrating because the Pirates are a Major League Baseball team. That's just it. They aren't. They are really more a triple-A or double-A team. They've just got their whole squad. And now they're building for the future. Seems like they always are. But this is a team the Cardinals have to beat. They have to beat them. Play again tonight. Then uh, tomorrow afternoon, they play three games. If they don't and lose any more ground to Milwaukee, Milwaukee is playing another team that is really not of major league caliber right now, the Chicago Cubs. They have gutted their team. Yeah. And the Brewers beat them twice yesterday at doubleheader. So the Cardinals actually lose a half a game here. St. Louis is 11 games out of first place. Uh, It is not misleading. There are 11 games out, but they do have 13 head-to-head with the Brewers coming up, and that's probably going to tell the tale of what happens in the Central Division.
0: Absolutely. Um, It's uh, interesting because yesterday you talked about a record that the Royals made earlier this week against the Yankees. It's pretty incredible. You have multiple innings. You come from behind. And then after a game like that, how do you respond? Well, you're right.
1: Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Unbelievable. In each of the innings, the Royals came back to tie the game after having surrendered the lead. That had never been done since 1900, and that's the birth of modern baseball as we know it in the record books. Never been done. Well, the Royals did it. Uh, the Yankees came back to win that one. Last night, the Royals made him pay for it. Beat the Yankees eight to four. Salvador Perez went three for four and had three RBIs. And the Yankees really helped out. The Yankees felt the Yankees felt bad about winning. You think the game. That
0: you really think they went home the night before and said, "Man, I kind of feel bad about taking that game from of those guys." Yeah, mm-hmm. so they went out on the mm-hmm. field and committed four errors. I, I want well that part of it, but I was like, I want you to ask Joe Weston that question on Saturday night <laughs> when you guys are doing Ned Talk. See what he says. About I know that. better than that. <laughs> well, you might be right. Maybe maybe they just kind of. Didn't go. Didn't go as hard to get well, that ball.
1: A New York Yankees team committing four errors in the field is is unheard of.
0: It is unheard of. So, is it any surprise now that we've got the college football rankings? Number one is number one. I was shocked. Did Did you fall out of your chair? <laughs> what a surprise! It's the Crimson Tide. Mm, what do you know about that? Oh
1: man, the national champs. I mean, the national champs every year. (laughs) Alabama is the uh, number one team in college football. Uh, The the top three, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. That's what you expect in the rankings, and that's where they are. What I did not expect, they rank, they being Associated Press, which is really the key rating system that you look at. That's because it's the media and the coaches and and some of the SIDs getting involved in it, mostly writers. But they ranked the top 38 teams in the country. And of those top 38, Missouri and Arkansas were not listed. That did surprise me. I like the way Missouri has come on. I like the way Arkansas is improving
0: They're both showing momentum in the right direction You would think so, but
1: the fact of the matter remains that the scribes the ones who put together those ratings now these are ratings, they don't mean anything you play the game out on the field and that's how it's done but neither Missouri nor Arkansas was mentioned, we'll see what it is at the end of the year
0: Well, and you know, that sometimes as a Kansas City, not in recent years, but before I know that when you get underestimated as a team, that kind of gives you a little bit of a fire, so maybe that's what Mizzou and Arkansas I'll need and give them a little bit of fire to get some attention.
1: We hope so. We hope motivation rules.
0: Whatever happens, Ned, football is back, and that's something uh, to celebrate. You have a great Wednesday, sir.